Hello and welcome to The Big Chat, a podcast that champions individuals and businesses at the heart of their communities. Um, Making sure they understand how accountable they need to be in the business, but being positive throughout so that they literally love what they do. I think magazines will always be around. I think there'll always be a market for them. I think advertisers like being on paper. But in another way, it actually gave me that time to really grow and develop and, um, yeah, build it, basically. We, we try to communicate more with clients than most accountants do. The Big Chat. This is all about collaboration and giving people in our towns the chance to have their say, their way. Hello, my name's Nicole and welcome to The Big Chat and we're very excited today to be talking to uh, someone that I've known for quite a long time and his name is Tom and he's from Sweat It. Hello Tom. Hello Nicole. (laughs) (laughs) How are you today? I'm good. I'm good with all these cameras and... uh, You're not nervous at all? A bit clammy hand possibly. (laughs) I think we're both feeling a little bit under pressure. I think it's Monday morning, we're literally... First Monday after things have started to lift, really. There's yeah. a lot going on, isn't there? Very exciting week last week. Um, one step closer to all normality mm. with us. Um, people in person, mm. a bit of human connection. Tell people who are listening about Sweat It, because Sweat It, I know about Sweat It, but for those that don't know about Sweat It, from, <laughs> from, from, from where you've started, as we'll talk more about where you're going through throughout our conversation. Uh, so right here, right now, we are a small group personal training facility. Uh, we have people ranging from all abilities, ages, coming to be coached. So every session is coach-led um, by... Um, one of the our amazing team and you founded this how how long ago now tom five years so nearly five five years years. yep wow okay i didn't know that we started out or i started out uh at the rugby club outside Mm. circuit training um it was very basic had some kettlebells bands and yeah i think it was three or four times a week Mm -hmm. people would come and it was jump around, get hot and sweaty in the great outdoors. And what what started you doing that at the rugby club? Because before that, you weren't you weren't in the fitness industry before that, were you? You've always kept fit, but you weren't in the fitness industry working before that, were you? No. So I had an interest, um, and and I played rugby, and I wanted to keep fit, and I was in my twenties and looking the part was as was about as far as it went. Yeah. Um, and but I worked for Weatherspoons, so for my sins, I was a pub manager um, in the, the service industry, mm. serving up beer and burger, burgers mm. um, for ten years. Was it ten years? Mm, nearly, very nearly ten, 10 years. So I did a little bit. I left a couple of times and went and did other things. But mm. um, yeah, that was what I did before getting into this, and I was sort of thrusted into it. I never, I never, in, the plan was never to do it full time. Mm. It was always going to be a hobby. When I was on doing my course, I had a bit of a a bad audit, and it wasn't bad enough to lose my job or anything like that. But it was worth. It was bad enough to get sat down to sort of say, "What are you going to do about it, Tom?" Mm. And there and then, I sort of went, "I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm leaving." Did you? Um, <laughs> and I was given I was given a couple of days to think about it. It was mm. around Easter back in 2016 or something like that, um, and 
yeah, I came back and just said, no, I'm, I'm off. I'm off I went. So I got a part-time job and then I was thrown into doing my course mm. and then making a career out of it, ultimately. So that's so literally you had no no sort of plan at the time. You were working in the like in a pub, like you say, yeah. burgers and beers and then but keeping fit and then that was the moment that you just thought, actually, I don't really want to be here anymore. I'm not that no. bothered. So I enjoy I, I did I, I enjoyed what I did to a degree. It was good fun. Um but I was nearing the end of my twenties mm. and sort of realised that late nights on Fridays and Saturdays wasn't really conducive to where I wanted to go. And yeah. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm. Um, but I've always, I've, I've always enjoyed, I've always, I've, I think I've always had a, a sort of a business brain to a degree, but yeah. never had my wing, wings clipped enough to then go and do something. Mm. So yeah, it was, it was the, it was the push in the right direction that I needed ultimately well and it was and you know after being somewhere for 10 years and then doing that that's quite bold as well when you've got nothing to go to but sometimes I think that's when it happens when you're sort of right at the edge you're just like oh whatever yeah. actually I'm going to go for this yeah and I, I was lucky I was like I guess I've got uh, a good support network my mum and dad were very I was living with them at the time mm. and they didn't really blink um too much and yeah I was I was, I was lucky to be able to to sort of throw myself in with not a huge amount of consequence and you went and did so you literally went to the rugby club I didn't even I didn't think I knew this I did, did I know this or so yeah that's how it started the, the plan originally was that sweat it was going to be a boot camp franchise we were going to take on BMF and yeah I was going to take it to to, to different locations mm -hmm. Crobra started off really well and it was because for, for exactly the reason that I, every week I'd have my mum, my dad, my uncle, my sister, my sister's boyfriend. I had a core of about five or six. Yeah. So that when people like yourself maybe turned up, you you just slotted in and it all mm. seemed very normal. Like, oh, there's other people here that are having a great time. We tried to take it to Tunbridge Wells and it was a massive flop. Was it? Where <laughs> did massive. you go in Tunbridge Wells? Where so we did it at the Foresters Football yeah. Club because that was the only place that I could get at the mm. time. Um, and yeah, I didn't know anything about marketing. Mm. I just put a few signs up. No one really came. And yeah, we kind of pulled the plug on that quite reasonably quickly, but mm. then went a little bit harder in on Cobra. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we got through the summer um, and then went and found inside schools. Yeah. So I used school halls. Um, and then, yeah, I think it was about 18 months until I was, I sort of created this sort of persona that I was the circuit guy and mm -hmm. I didn't want to be known for that. Right. I was still doing one-to-ones uh, down at Assassins and Jarvis Brook. Amazing, loved it, but knew that there was, we were kind of missing a trick with, I was offering this low cost, come and get hot and sweaty in a school hall, wherever it was. Then I was doing my one-to-ones, there was nothing really in the middle. Mm. So you've either got low cost or a reasonably premium product. Mm. But then there was, I also, if you wanted to train me once, twice a week, I would then say, well, you, Nicole, what are you can do outside of that? Mm. Home workouts weren't maybe as um, big a thing as they are yeah, in yeah, 2021, yeah. Yeah. Uh, after the year that we've just been through. Yeah. So people then have to go and get a gym membership. Mm. So that's why we sort of, that's where this whole hybrid model of coaching on every visit comes in yeah. so that it doesn't matter um you just got a book on and you turn up yeah. and then we will look after you and support direction 
and the motivation from not just us, but other members that are just like you. Yeah, so when did you get your first premises? Because your premises that um, you're still currently got now, haven't you? Uh, so three and a half years ago, so September would be four years. Goodness me. And we've, But I reckon it was only really two years ago that we started doing it properly mm. because I had no right to go and do what I was doing. Um, like you, I, you know Sam, I'm very lucky that I've got a partner that's very ambitious mm. and at no point does she think a bad idea is a bad idea. Mm. Um, so she kind of nudged me in the right direction mm. to go and do something. Mm. But the money that we were earning at the time barely covered the rent. Mm. Um, we managed to upsell to the core of the, the business mm. and that got us through. Um, but it wasn't until Matt came on board as the sort of the first or the, he was the second official employee, mm. but sort of the first one of the new regime where we started doing it. We made a big change. We went to smaller groups. We started making a, it more of a service and product product driven um, business. And that's when we started really helping people um, and making the most of every every person's visit. So that was the sort of the catalyst for where we are today, really. Yeah, I mean, you. so when I first met you, that was probably about two, two years ago or three years ago, maybe? It was at the very beginning because Tanya, obviously, who works at Chatty, yeah. is, a. I mean, she's like hardcore, isn't she? She's a Sweat It member through and through. Yeah. And some of, her, some of her friends are, she's been with you from the very beginning. She was like you've got to meet this guy, he's amazing, you'll get on really well with him. And I did come and train with you for a bit. I mean, I'm not the easiest person to train. I think Paul Dunton mentioned about teaching me golf on another podcast, I was quite difficult. So, but you were great. I mean, you were awesome and I enjoyed it, but I think it's just sort of getting me there. That To get me to do it was hard. But as far as you go, what I saw in that environment was how much you really care about every single person that walks in through that door. And I would say that you did that from day one with everybody. So it's really interesting for me to hear you talking about how you feel like, you you know, I didn't, I didn't have the right to do this and this was going on behind. But to everyone that was coming in, Tom, they all had a great experience. And that's, uh, and yeah, that's sort of everything that uh, sort of my values that the more that I, we're doing a little bit on this at the moment, speak mm. about it is that, everything I do I want to provide something of a high quality mm. so when I was at Weatherspoons, it was just beer and burgers but it used to annoy me that it, yeah oh it's just Weatherspoons. Mm. well like if, if if we only ever think like that we are only ever going to be that yeah um and it was about bringing nice beers craft beers and sort of pulling the the industry or the the pub up yes mm. there is a there was a core um of people drinking ruddles in the corner at 8am but um, <laughs> that wasn't <laughs> that you can't they weren't a uh, they weren't a full reflection on the pub and it, it's exactly the same now like it's we our core um, member is a someone that's generally doesn't have a good experience in gyms or is mm. looking for something more so even someone that is a slightly more experienced and seasoned they still need and want some direction um, and everyone needs to be coached it doesn't matter like an, an Olympian gets coached so um, that's sort of our core um, offering is that yeah. every time that you will turn up you will be coached but then we can show you some love as well yeah and you do I think you are very like you're very you've you're like a family I would say I think the experience that you've given and even through lockdown I've sort of I mean you very early on in lockdown I think you brought something up to me which was lovely and I think you've done that with all of your members you've really kept in touch with them all and you've really cared about them and you've offered a service and you've changed and diversified what you've done 
all the way through it, despite the hardship that you... Because people don't always know what's going on behind the scenes for us <laughs> owners, founders, directors, whatever you want to call it. And on the face of it, it looks like everything's going great and it's all guns blazing, but it is tough, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like I've, had, I've certainly, I certainly have my moments, um, but ultimately, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty positive. Mm. Nothing really gets me down. Um, I suppose I'm sort of almost immune to certain bits and bobs now, mm. um, and. You, you do have to become detached from it to a degree. Yes, we are very personal and supportive, and but that's at the front end. There's other parts of it that you do have to become detached. People are going to want to leave and are going to want to go off and explore other avenues. But um, as a whole, our job is to make it good enough that and offer var variety that mm. people want to keep coming back for. And you have really good results. I mean, yeah. Tanya looks great. I mean, she looks awesome, yeah. and I think, you know, so you do have really good results with people, yeah. and you really do get them fit, and you also do care a lot about the whole ethos that goes around fitness. It's not just coming in and, and literally just li lifting kettlebells. You really do care, don't you? I mean... Well, our, our, our sort of uh, objective is long-term healthy lifestyle. So mm. we don't necessarily want people coming in and just wanting to achieve X in 12 weeks and then off the, off you go. Mm. We want to, we, it, our thing is to make it so you want to keep coming back. It's we can become part of your life, whether you've never done fitness or want to take it further or you train three times a week now, but you want to train four times a week and giving, it, making sure that, Every, it's, it should be a part of everyone's life it yeah. should, and it should be it's, a, it's part of your lifestyle and it's easy for me and um all the other coaches to say that because it is kind of part of our life but mm. we've made it a part of our lives as well so um it's about getting people in and in, it's enjoyment it's enjoyment and yeah and making it fun and you do make it fun and it it was tough for you because i you know we were obviously doing some work together and then you got on the front of a magazine a local magazine you're on the front of so magazine which was great you always said you wanted to be on a magazine we got you on a magazine tom you look fabulous you know what i mean it was so good and you had all that it was really nice to see that people were starting to see who you were and then of course literally lockdown <laughs> happened didn't it yeah, and that so, hit hit us, and I think it, that hit you quite. Yeah, like anyone, we were we were affected because mm. we are a in person business. Uh, we always have been. Um, we didn't necessarily have a huge online presence. We were very good at the, um, but it's, we certainly improved. But we were all very good at the in person stuff. So you coming for a session with us? If you went on holiday pre COVID, we weren't necessarily that well set up. We just sort of say, well have a good time and pat you on the back shake your hand and off you go mm. um one thing that sort of this has allowed us to do is develop things that we can support anyone anywhere in the world and yeah zoom zoom's been amazing um is it what we want to continue doing not necessarily like we are a bricks and mortar in-person business we're not going to stray too far away from that we don't want to be doing on on-demand fitness necessarily there are people that have got much bigger bigger budgets and mm. can make things look a lot glossier than we can um but we can still have touch points in person um online and that's allowed us that's what we've allowed us to do really for the last year um it's been it's it's, it's worked very well for us and you i i think what i what i love about you is i mean you and i've had many conversations often on a bike the the what is that bike that thing that used to make me go on that is the bike of that is just 
a killer bike that's i mean i just never want to go on one of those bikes again but uh, you know you got me to go on it but we used to have some quite good conversations about business while, while i was you know treading away and you, you do to, while you're trying to distract while i was trying to distract from it you wouldn't <laughs> let me but you you read a lot of books you're very and i think that's really valuable for people to know thinking about starting up because you you sort of say oh i don't deserve i don't deserve this but i i would argue that you do because you do really do your research and you mention about sort of oh other people have got more bigger budgets but i think your social media presence is great i think the videos that you put out there are fabulous i've always said that to you i think the content that you put out is great quality and you did lots you try lots of different things you go on lots of different courses you read lots of books you and sam like you said you're she's you're a power couple you really support each other <laughs> but you do you know and that's really valuable advice for people to sort of know i mean because are you still doing that do you still constantly there was which was the book that you talked to me about there was one in particular that you said was um profit for, which was the profit first one yeah you so said. profit first is a big one yeah. in terms of being able to manage your money yeah I, that is certainly something that i didn't have when i was in my 20s mm. i was very much a uh um well I, yeah I, I had it and i As spent all it of very us, quickly say. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, anyone. That. so um mm. yeah that's that's one i'd massively recommend from a from a business standpoint but it's also like it overlaps into personal finances mm. um and yeah i still still do um still do a, a lot of reading um so yeah i don't look i don't too I, I only say that i didn't we didn't deserve to move at the pace that we did when we did it but yeah. then we we went and got um a smallish building and made that building that building work and it's yeah. got us to this point and there's bigger and better things coming um this it's which is moving us very much forwards out of this uh well, what's gone on and what what's what's come to this point absolutely so okay so we went into lockdown so everything i mean literally everything just stopped in there i remember we caught up at the beginning of it and we were like oh and you did a I remember you did a charity you got there was a lot of people watched you do that charity gig that we did do you remember you did the one with the crazy jeans that you did and there was yeah. a lot of people that watched you and that was when you'd sort of started to do that one-to-one -one thing and then you you were doing all sorts of things with people you were doing running you were doing all sorts of different things and then we thought we were coming out didn't we we got excited and then it kind of got pulled away from us again. So talk to us about that experience for you. How, how was that sort of six months? Um, so initially, we, uh, I never thought Zoom was going to be a thing. Mm. I remember on the front, we shut, we shut a day early um, before we were told to, um, just because it felt a bit weird and that it didn't feel particularly that nice. And we just wanted to give ourselves a bit of breathing time. And I mm. think that's one thing that we've learned as a team is that, you can you can sort of buy yourself a bit of time like you don't have to and like and people coming out of lockdowns and stuff like that you don't just because you can doesn't mean you have to open or you you have to do this like financially yes that might be a big player but from for some people it might you don't have to do things so we bought ourselves a bit of time and uh, we had a team meal meeting on the friday we filmed some sort of on-demand stuff mm. and had that scheduled to go out for the first four to six weeks or something like that and at that point, I remember saying, like, Zoom's not going to be a thing. It, 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 people don't want to be being trained on Zoom in their front rooms. They just want 15, 20-minute workouts that they can turn on whenever they want. It fits into their life. So that's what we did. That was on the Friday. We had another meeting on the Monday, and I was starting to sort of come around to the idea. And then by the Wednesday, we were live with Zoom. Mm. Um, and it, we slowly sort of did two or three a day. 
And then the last lockdown, we were doing 13 a day. Goodness me. So we just kept our normal timetable because that was that's what worked in November. We were flying in October. We're getting back to where we sort of wanted to be in October. Yeah. Um, and then November came and we had another lockdown. So we didn't want to disrupt our members' movements. It wasn't quite so heavy, so people were going to work and people's lives were a little bit more normal. They just couldn't come to the gym. So we kept our timetable as normal. Um, and then we did that the same through January because, again, <laughs> we kind of didn't think it was going to be three to four months. No. But then as January went on, it sort of looked like it was going to be and people were still stuck in the... Um, in, in or within their routine so we didn't want to we didn't want to break that so we've kept that going um and then as we've gone outside a couple of weeks ago and then we were inside last week so yeah we've gone through quite a few different transitions but i suppose we've just tried to communicate every point we've had touch points with all the members we've given goodie bags out to everyone that you like you've seen at christmas you're really good you always mail people you send out posts there's all there's all sorts of things that you do you do really communicate well with your with your your community basically which i think is really commendable that you yeah. do that and it, again it's it's about having those it's, it's it's about having those touch points isn't it and yeah um it just comes back to making sure that we are we are very different to your normal gym a normal gym they just they want your money um they want and they don't they don't necessarily want you to turn up where we do like mm-hmm. we are and this is one of the reasons why um we, we're moving is because we need more space so we need more space to then be able to service more people. Um, but even that space will only limit us to a certain number before we can't service those people properly. So yeah. the last thing that we want is people turning around and going, well, I used to love it, but now I can't get on. Mm. Um, like we, and, that, and that sort of time has come where we currently are, certainly under um, more COVID restrictions. And actually, you were, it was something you were thinking about moving. You've been thinking about that for a while, hadn't you? You were thinking about that before COVID, and you hadn't necessarily talked about it to everyone, but it was something that was on your mind. And it's interesting now that you've had... Th- because you decided not to. You were like, you were thinking about it, but you were very sensible. You were... I'm a bit more bullish. You, you, were, you were very, very sensible, I would say. But isn't yeah. that interesting how it's turned out? So what have you learned now? Because you are moving. You're going to tell us about that now. But... What have you learned over the last year that's got you even better prepared for that? Has your plan pre-COVID, was it different or has it just adapted or has it grown? Uh, it's been, so I suppose it's always been, we always knew that we were outgrow the space that we've got. Yeah. But because we've gone through a different, a few different sort of models of how we operate, it took, it took us until a couple of years ago to kind of get it right. Mm. Um, at the start of COVID, it was it was ultimately a game to sort of see how many people we could fit into the space that we had. Um, but it just doesn't work for us there now. And it's it's much nicer now that people aren't not climbing over each other, but it was pretty tight and it was a bit compact, mm. especially at our busy times. Mm. So being able to sort of find a different space and yeah, four times the size, we've got outside space, all our own car parking. It's going to be, and it's in a beautiful setting. You kind of drive in and it feels and it looks and feels completely different. And we are... The, the our current site is amazing it's a it's, it's the cat it's a cow shed basically yeah. and, um it's got osb on the walls and it's a bit hard a bit more sort of harsh on the eyes mm. and our demographic is generally sort of 40 to or 55 female mm. so in and it's not necessarily the nicest of uh 
locations as it as it stands and that's sort of like we want to be able to we're moving and um have that more upmarket feel like you you you, you are it's a it feels and looks much nicer mm. but it will still kind of have that um still we're still kind of moving with those core products that we has, has treated us so well to this point and you've got a great team, haven't you? Because you've your team's grown as well, hasn't it? Over the, I mean, how many of there are you now? Your main team. So there's um, myself and then four others at the moment. So we just added Eleanor as uh, front of house, um, and then we have got Matt, Abby, and Tyler as our coaches. And ha- yeah, and I, 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 I don't know if I've met Tyler. I've seen Tyler, but Matt and Abby, I've met. And so, how did you meet those guys? How did you find? You know, how did you connect with your team? So m- myself and Matt have been friends since we were. Well, I think we were seven when we were at the rugby club. Yeah. Um, and we've been friends sort of, um, yeah, since since way back then. Um, and he was a golf pro before. So we were at golf college together. Um, I decided that golf wasn't for me around my, when I was about 18. And it took him about a decade to realise the golf same thing. Golf college? Is there like golf college? Golf college is a thing. So, um, yeah, we got. Do we you turn up with your golfing bag and literally. It was on a golf course. That's interesting. So, we lived in. It's, it sounds a lot more glamorous than it was, but it was. Um, <laughs> it, we were in caravans on the side of the driving range. Right. And we'd get up early, hit some balls, go for some breakfast. We'd maybe place a few holes. Yeah. And then, sort of, to make it a real thing, they were forced us to do some a B Tech in sport. Um, so, yeah, we did that for two years. Um, I, worked, I worked in the industry for a little bit, but. Mm. I uh, yeah I I wasn't I didn't I didn't it I I didn't enjoy it to the degree that I should have um so yeah Matt came aboard um so he was very much within the coaching industry but um, moved over to fitness um so that's been amazing for him and for us ultimately um Abby she I've known her um for a, for a long time she's partner of Matt he's a good friend um so. Yeah, that was sort of a good transition, and she was a member as well, and mm. um, that's a big thing for us. Like she knows, she knew a lot about how we operated. The same with Matt; he was there. Well, they were both actually there at the same. Like when I first started outside, they were sort of a part of it then. So they've sort of grown with it, um, and yeah, we've kind of been able to then grow them as as coaches within within what we do um, really well. And then Tyler. Um, good coach within the industry sort of the first one that's come in from outside Mm -hmm. the ranks i guess Mm -hmm. um and he came on board march last year so he had four weeks oh no he was yeah 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 two weeks of full time and then was thrusted into us being locked down um and then he a bit um like he did really well and was amazing throughout lockdown because it was myself and him that pretty much ran the show during Mm -hmm. that first lockdown um so yeah, kind of people didn't necessarily know a huge much much about him initially, but it was thrusted into the limelight quite quick. And you're all, yeah, and you're just all really different characters, but you all work really well together. I think that's what's nice. And I think there's a coach for everyone in your team. Do you still enjoy coaching? Is that still a part of your job? I know you like coaching people, obviously. You love people. But do you still enjoy that side of it? Or are you moving more away from that now that your team's growing? Um, yeah, so let's start off. Like last year, I had kind of got to the point where I could take a little bit of a step back. 
Um, I absolutely, yeah, I love it. Um, five days a week, no, because there's other things going on. So if there's, if I've got a distraction and I, and I know I need to be doing something else, then um, that's the time when I, I, yeah, I don't enjoy it to the degree that, um, and that's not good for myself or the member mm. ultimately. So um, I do love it. And it, I think it's, it's a service industry. We are providing a service to people, but the beauty of what we do is that we're actually making a difference. Mm, so okay. um, we're not just, serving beer um, and making people smile and um, we're sort of making a difference to an all-round life as well and is that what you really love I mean what do, what do you really love about what you're doing because you're really passionate about it what what is the thing that's that you love most about it or is it all the different aspects of running a business and getting your you like you like figuring stuff out you're quite you you get quite business focused don't you which is great yeah I'm quite I suppose I'm a bit of a problem solver I quite like and I, I, I ponder a lot of things there's always an idea that I've got and I'm always trying to work out the, the strategy and how I can do it um, I'm not that technical so I can kind of come up with an idea and then put it into motion is sometimes where I maybe fall short mm. um, but I'm lucky that I've got a couple of other people that are quite technically minded so mm. um, I can sort of push it in their direction yeah um but yeah, I guess it's, it, I, I enjoy the I do enjoy the business side of things, and it's, it's all about just providing a, a good a good service, and that's where I sort of get excited, I yeah. guess. Um, and being, I want want to be want to be the best. Yeah. And what are the what are the new things that you're going to do with these bigger premises as well? Have you got plans of of offering more to to people coming and joining you? Yeah, so we kind of there's a, there's a few things that are uh, are yet to be finalised, but mm. we're looking at sort of expanding our offering. Um, certainly, still within fitness, um, and providing more. Our core product will still be the the gym and how we operate now, um, but sort of juicing it up a little bit and yeah. making it making it a, a better really. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, it'll stay pretty similar to how it is but um adding a few little bits and tweaks to it um nicer environment better kit um more space big yeah. thing for us yeah. um we want to hone down um and make it more sort of lifestyle driven we were very good at the training bit before um we want to focus a little bit stronger on nutrition um and then sort of the more wellness side of things like it's we were never really about the transformation and we wanted, always wanted it to be long term, mm -hmm. um, but habits and health being sort of at the forefront of how we can well make long term healthy lifestyles. Like I said earlier, absolutely. And um, I mean, yeah, it, it's interesting because you because you do. I mean, you've always known a lot about nutrition, but you've also, like you say, with the wellness side of things. Do you think now, because of what we've all experienced, it's almost made that well being so much more in the limelight now hasn't it i mean some of us already knew that we should look after our mental health and our physical health and be you know eat healthy food but now really because of what everyone's experienced with their anxiety i mean have you found what have your members been like have their anxiety levels been high is that something you've been able to help with with the services that you've been putting on because I think everyone's been anxious, haven't they? I've yeah. been anxious. Yeah, massively. Um, like I wouldn't. I would say that I was pretty stable, mm. um, but I've certainly felt it over the last, well, however long it long yeah. it is. Um, but I guess that was always important for us to continue. Like it was never an option for us to stop what we were doing and close and say, "I'll see you in a couple of months," because mm. we are 
an anchor point for a lot of people um they can book on they can turn up and then they get their session and there's that there's there's always been that human connection even through lockdowns via zoom where they can speak to a friendly face um so i think yes yeah definitely people have had their ups and downs and that's that's across the board but we've been able to offer something and um and as a stabilizer for a lot of people whether even sort of yeah um an anchor point even when things aren't necessarily going all that well definitely around them that they can still get a couple two three four some people have trained even more like we've got some shining lights throughout all of this that um have gone from strength to strength and they're training in in their bedroom with a with a kettlebell but that's it's, it's made us better as well like yeah. at this, this time last year we didn't we sort of scratch our heads like how do we do body weight workouts and how do we train people with one piece of kit because we were we had the luxury that we had this gym with all this kit in it and then we were thrusted to into people digging out a dumbbell out of their shed um and it's made us better much better for it and you're very flexible as well i think like you've always i don't know sometimes you can get you it's personal you get that personal feeling and that that's where that kind of family and that community comes in which is certainly what i liked about working with you guys because I, I just switch off. If someone starts telling me I have to do something and if I don't do it this, then I just like, I just check out, you know? And it's a lot of gyms, unfortunately, are a bit like that, aren't they? Because like you say, they just take your membership money. Yeah. And, you know, I can't speak for all gyms, but certainly some gyms I've experienced, it's been quite a cold experience. Whereas with, I think with lockdown, you've been able to really offer that personal experience to all of your members, which must have been quite time consuming for you and the team as well. Um, yeah, but I guess it's it's kind of how we do it anyway. Yeah. So we've reached out a little bit more heavily than we would normally do. Yeah. Um, it's not every day that we take bags of goodies around to Why? people <laughs> for some reason. Where is the um, bag of goodies today? You know. But yeah, it's just off of the, and it, but again, it's it, it's it's highlighted that maybe we should do more of that. Yeah. Um, and why don't we do more of that? So, um, and yeah, that will certainly be something that continues for sure. And you always make a big, you always have like your Christmas do's and because that was weird as well, wasn't it? Because we couldn't do anything at Christmas. That was very bizarre. I mean, I just talked to my team on Zoom and sort of, you know, it was just, we couldn't do anything like that, could we? So, but you've always had a big celebration, haven't you, with all your members normally? Yeah, yeah. So, (laughs) um, yeah, and it's always been very successful. Mm. Um, So like, yeah, not last year, but the year before we had nearly 70 people for um, Christmas dinner. Um, We generally take up a, corner of a pub neville creston gun generally um and yeah it's amazing um and we've spoke about doing sort of a bit more glam and black tie and hire out i don't know where we would do it and take take over take maybe take over a town Um, amazing but yeah it's part of part of it that's that's the bit that people remember Mm -hmm. um yeah, we would love people to turn around and say that their favorite moment of the whole year is the the coaching and the the but it it that's as that's it's, it's a given isn't it it's expected yeah. like if we've got bad coaching people aren't going to come but the bit that they remember is the oh the christmas party and the summer games and it's the the, the slightly out of the ordinary stuff that's a little bit different yeah. um that kind of puts us on the map um, yeah. and it, it uh, that's that's sort of what we're trying to do is we want to be we want to be different we don't want to just be your normal gym mm. um we are somewhere where you you can be loved and we can we know your name 
right? Yeah, you don't definitely. Just, you don't just get a grunt as you walk in, and that's that, that's a that's a that's a reflection on on the industry. Not all normal gyms are, or, or gyms are like that. Mm. Um, there are some better ones, and there are some good ones in this in in this area. But um, we can still be better than them, basically, because we can offer that personal touch. Absolutely. And what would you say is the the sort of thing you've learned the most about yourself over the? Because you're a dad, aren't you? You've got a son. Mm-hmm. How old's your son now? Nearly four. So he's like, you started this five years ago <laughs> and your son's four. So you've been quite busy as a young dad as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. How, what have you learned about yourself in the last year? Um, I think I'm a, like, I say uh, I'm a little bit more, uh, I think I'm probably a little bit more bullish. Mm. Again, like we wouldn't have moved prior mm. to, to this or it's sort of opened our eyes that we need to but actually it's a big it's a it's an important thing we need yeah. to, to 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 push on and take where we need to go um and i would be uh, I, I think i'm kind of a little bit of a risk taker mm. i quite enjoy that uh doing stuff that's maybe a little bit out of the ordinary yeah um so i think that side of things um but i like i said i, I sort of I'm, I'm lucky that i've got a good team and i've got a partner that's that's again is pretty bonkers she doesn't necessarily blink when i come up with a crazy idea yeah um and it's yeah it's i'm sort of i'm backed yeah that's important so that's i think that's a big thing yeah it's a big thing if you if i kind of had resistance for certain aspects and there there are there there is resistance of course for certain bits but um with with zachary coming along she knows uh and is sort of has got our own business and understands it so um i don't it, it doesn't necessarily affect mm. we kind of keep going we find ways and we you we problem solve so it's good i think it has i think it has made people more bullish in certain areas you know and i think and i think there's more people starting up new businesses now because they've kind of thought right well I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to I'm going to do things. And I mean, what would be your advice to someone if they were thinking about not necessarily starting up something like you're doing, but any 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 business? Because you were pretty young when you started it out. You had a young family. Yes, you've got support from Sam, and you've got a good team. But you've created that team. That's a that's you know your team is a reflection of you, just the same as your friends are a reflection of you, and your partners are a reflection of you. So, what would you say advice that you could give to someone that might be thinking about leaving? Weatherspoons after ten years, not just Weatherspoons. I'm going to get sued. Well, there's, 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 there's always going to be an excuse, isn't there? So there shouldn't, like, I was, I always see it. Like we're, we're expecting another baby in August. So and people, people would say like, that's oh, stuff's going to change. It's mm. like, well, no. And that, that sounds really selfish for me to say, and it, it, it kind of it is. Like I am quite a selfish person deep down. I, I am. Um, but they almost. I see things as like parallels work mm. is work and home life is home life yeah and that you that you're never going to have them in balance mm. like i heard something the other day and you never you never will have them in balance but it's about allowing yourself and sort of keeping yourself in check and pulling certain aspects yeah. back so when you are out of balance mm. it's kind of like last i've had a good couple of weeks and this week i'm sort of earmarked that i need to probably pull my weight a little bit more mm. um which doesn't necessarily align because we're in the process of moving but that's kind of what i've got to do um but yeah like there's always going to be an excuse it's, it's just just do something just start do small um, yeah. and like we've 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 created our pt academy in the last year um and again that wouldn't have been something that we would have done previously maybe 
Um, but the last year has kind of made us step back and realise that what we do is very good and that we can offer, um, we can improve the industry with putting other personal trainers and better personal trainers um, into the area to, even if they're not training, they're not training with us, they yeah. can help people um, outside of our four walls and our membership base. And what would you say as a coach would be the real qualities of a coach that you look for in your coaches? Because, you know, obviously, I mean, I'm coaching now and I'm talking to a lot of coaches today, actually. So what would you say would be the, the main qualities that you look for and you like in a coach? Friendly, approachable mm. and nice. Mm. Like We don't necessarily need someone to be able to coach a squat. Um, mm. We that can be that can be coached. So you've got to be a good person. Yeah, like you can't if you if you're technically perfect but um people don't like you then you're no good to us and you're probably no good to yourself you're not gonna be a great coach no No, because you're not gonna get buy-in so Mm. um we look for good people good people first and then second we've got a pretty robust onboarding it's not if we needed a coach today they wouldn't start tomorrow we would look today and they would start in four months um we may speed that up ever so slightly but um kicking and screaming if we had to yeah um, and that's because it's good for us it's good for our member um, and it's good for the the person coming on board yeah um, to because we are we, what we do is a little bit different it is different um, and we don't just want people to be thrusted into into the limelight like tyler started like in in march i say um but he would, he'd been around with us since the start of december so it was yeah three three and a half months of him coming on board and then starting full time so he sort of met half of the membership base but maybe hadn't seen the morning crew because he hadn't done so many mornings and stuff like that but it takes time to um take a warm-up and take a main strength aspect of the session and um so it's 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 a slow process and we can um eke out the, the the good qualities in people and then make make the most of the make make the most of them as well I, I can see big things for you guys. I think you deserve it. I think you've worked very hard. I know from the very first time I met you, you've always been very passionate and committed. And I think that's very exciting you're having a second baby. I know Sam was Slip that in Sam there. was Sam was keen. I know, so that's awesome. So congratulations, Sam, and you. That's really exciting. No. But I mean, that's uh, you've got real things to look forward to at the moment which is brilliant and now that we're coming out of lockdown I think that we are going to continue to come out of lockdown people are going to stay well how can people find out more about what you're doing Tom and you know obviously where you're going to be how to be a part of all of this how, how can they find out uh, so we uh, social media yeah. we are just sweat it training yeah. on social media channels uh, our website is sweatit.co yeah and then our PT Academy, um, if anyone is an aspiring personal trainer as well, um, is sweatitptacademy.com. Amazing. So if people want to join member, they just literally check you out, get in touch with you, and they can just do that from now, from today. Yeah, ultimately. From right this We minute. start everyone out on 30 days, yeah. um, just because that's the best way for people to sort of dip their toe in and yeah. see if they like the way we do things. Um, and then from there, we sort of decide there's, there's plenty of different options in terms of membership from there. But everyone starts with 30 days because... Brilliant. Um, it's the easiest and best way to to get people in and enjoying what we do. So watch this space, really. I mean, did you ever think when you were, you know, I always I always like to ask this to guests that when you were little, when you were little, did you ever think this would be what you'd be doing? Mm, no, 
<laughs> like running a business with a team, you know, second baby on the way. I mean, it's really exciting. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's, I suppose I've, I've I've managed to make a business out of a, a, a hobby, a passion. Yeah. Um. So that is a and it, yeah, it's amazing. And at no at no point does it feel like it's a chore or it's yeah. a job. Um. I enjoy very much what I do. I probably work too hard. Um, but that doesn't that doesn't necessarily get me good results. Like hard work will only get you so far. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, there's many other aspects that go into it. Um, but um, yeah, with, with onwards and upwards for sure. I think it's important to do what you love, really, isn't it? I think if you do what you love, then you can't go wrong. You know, if like you say, it doesn't feel like a chore, then does it? It's when you don't have that Sunday feeling, even though it's Monday today, and we are a bit like Monday. When you just when you're doing something that you love, then it doesn't it it doesn't feel like a chore, and then that's that's where I think that magic really happens and things grow. So, I wish you all the luck. And would you come back and talk to us again when you're like maybe with your team when you've when you've flourished even more and taken over Tunbridge Wells? Absolutely. Good. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. <laughs>